Hi, this is Kimberly McComas with Manifesting Your Reality Step by Step. I wanted to record this episode and just talk about a recent event. I'm not quite sure what title I'm going to give this episode because I just want to talk to you all and tell you all about um, meeting up with uh, my SP, Sean, um, a couple days ago. Um, he asked me last Sunday or Monday, I want to say it was last Monday, a week ago, to go to a funeral with him. Um, he lost a longtime friend of his, um, Sunday, same day that I lost my first cousin to breast cancer. I happened to... Um, text him that and tell him that and then the next day he ended up telling me that his friend had passed away as well and he said he wasn't sure when the funeral was um, but he wanted me to go with him and I said yes I would go and this is all coming from not really talking to him Um, for like a week or so he had been sending me little videos and text messages um, that I didn't really respond the way that I normally would have Um, it was just little short answers like he would send me this video and it would be just a video of him working And he really is good at recording his videos and editing his videos. Anyway, he he had edited a few of them and made them slow motion. And they were really cool um, while he was laying brick. And I, um, I didn't respond to him because I feel like I'm not feeding into his um his own limiting beliefs you know I feel like people have their own limiting beliefs and keep in mind I'm coming from um the fact that I'm a nurse I'm a behavioral health nurse so in nursing when I was working with um schizophrenic people in the hospital patients in the hospital you know, if they, let's just say they said that they saw spiders on the wall. Well, we don't give in to that. We tell them, no, there aren't any spiders on the wall um, and try to redirect them to reality. And so that's really what I'm trying to do with recreating Sean. So... You know, I when I say I didn't respond like I normally would, normally I would have been like trying to get him to talk more and and asking him more and and carrying on this conversation. But, you know, he and I have been in this relationship for a long time. So I feel like or at that time, I felt like it was kind of fake. You know, it's just like, you know, he hasn't talked to me in in a week, over a week, yes, I did address that I felt bad 
that his um, friend had passed away and and that um, we would go and and uh, he called me or he texted me and said you didn't even read any of those um, watch any of those videos did you and I said yes I did and I said he says well you didn't comment and I said I said I've always told you that you're really good with your videos and he truly is but I'm not going to keep babying babying him and that's what I mean so you know I I decided the best way to recreate a person is to not to see right through their issues and let me go in and I'll go I'll touch on that in in a minute but I wanted to finish my story so I ended up um um, the funerals this past Friday, it's Sunday for me today. It was just a couple days ago and I went and picked him up and we went to the funeral and I felt like I was on cloud nine. He held my hand when we were sitting in the church in the pews. He sat really close to me. He, um, kept his hand an arm around my shoulders, pulling me close, rubbing my arms. He knows I'm a cold body, um, cold natured person. So when I'm sitting in air conditioning, um, he, um, he knew that I was a little chilly. And so he kept rubbing my arms and, and trying to keep me a little warm. And, um, he, um, was very talkative and we joked quite a bit because he was really close to his friend and um he told me stories um about um his friend um and we like I said we for some reason I got cut off um but um he was very very attentive like I said telling stories we laughed we joked And after the service, I wanted to go and get something to eat. And um, he said, okay. And we take a drive um, away from the the church. And the first place that I saw was a burger um, joint. And I said, hey, do you want to get a burger here? I always love their burgers. And he was like, yeah. And we go ahead and park in front of the restaurant and um, he immediately grasped for his wallet and was like, gosh, I, I left all that money at the house. And he says, I hope my parents don't think that it's free money for them to take from me. And I was like, um, he says you know, I I only grab my cards, you know, I have this, um, little wallet here that only holds my cards, and I usually keep my money on that money clip that you gave me, that you bought me a few years ago, and I said, so does that mean that I have to pay, you know, because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'm still trying to recreate him, I'm still adamant on the fact that I'm not going to be his sole provider anymore financially that he's going to contribute to our relationship period 
And so he was like, well, I don't have to get anything. And then I was like, no, get something. Because again, I was thinking, you know, it's only going to be a few dollars and, and, you know, I'm not going to do this again after today. So anyway, we go in and we, um, we happened to see another couple that we had seen at the funeral service and they were there eating and, um, we had a really nice time talking to them. They were, um, talking about, um, the past with, uh, the friend that had passed away and then, um, different people that they, um, mutually knew. Um, I didn't really know them. So it was nice to sit there and listen to their conversations. And it turned out that the couple had been together for like 14 years and they broke up briefly and had recently gotten back together in the last couple weeks. And the, um, the guy had gotten involved with another female to the point where he was actually engaged to this other female. And so it immediately, I thought, circumstances don't matter because circumstances can change moment to moment to moment to moment. We manifest moment to moment, moment to moment, you know? And so, um, I had to chuckle to myself because, um, Sean doesn't believe in manifesting. So it was nobody that I could tell that to, but, um, here it was this couple just getting back together after a split up and um it was you know where this guy had gotten engaged and nearly gotten married um he said he was supposed to get married uh last week and it was just so funny but um anyway so after they actually left before we did and so when we left, um, we get in the car and Sean, um, immediately starts talking about the past story again. And this is where I'm having a hard time with recreating him. And I said to him, I said, um, I said, you know, you're focusing on this past story, a story that I, I told you that maybe I handled it not the way that you wanted me to handle it, or maybe I didn't handle it right. I said, but I can't go back and fix that. And he was like, well, I told you how to fix it. All you have to do is, um, uh, ban your son for a couple weeks from the house it was five weeks I couldn't come to the house so again here's this issue that comes up that I feel like I cannot uh turn around so it ended up where at the end of the night um he got so mad over the story again he ended up breaking up with me he ended up um just telling me that it wasn't going to work and all of this. And so I ended up, you know, leaving because I didn't, I didn't want to leave him. And I told him, I said, you know, I didn't want the night to end. And he said, well, this isn't a date date, Kim. I wasn't 
anticipating a date date. I just figured we'd go to the um, funeral and, and it would be just that. And, um, but anyway, he, um, he ended up, um, telling me it's what it was never going to work because I was never going to change. And, um, later on that night, um, he texted me to tell me that he had been saving his money to rent a trailer home in a rundown trailer park and he's describing it and he's describing you know some of the residents there how they're on drugs and how they're it's it's seedy it's filthy it's this it's that and I um you know I I immediately read into the fact that he's trying to get sympathy from me you know, to, to trying to get me to feel bad because he's choosing to move into this, this rundown home. And, um, so when I wasn't responding to give him pity, um, he, um, went ahead he said something and I'm trying to remember what he said but um he ended up asking me for money and I said why should I give you money I didn't answer right away and he had said well if you can't that's fine blah 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 blah. well I finally answered and I said why should I give you money when you just told me that I never have your back and I never support you when I took a whole day off from work today, you know, even though I work from home, I still have to clock in. I still have to be accountable for my hours. So I took a whole day off from work to take him to this funeral, to gladly take him to this funeral, but yet you're saying that I don't support you and I don't have your back. So... A little bit later on, and it's like 11, 12 o'clock at night, I get a message on my phone in regards to my, or I was trying to use my debit card and it wasn't going through, through PayPal. So I ended up going onto my bank app and he had helped himself to my bank card. He had gone to the car a couple times for me because like I said, I had clocked in um, for work and I had to clock it out by three o'clock my time, Eastern time. And I was sitting in the funeral home or in the church at that time. So I had asked him to run out to get my phone so I could keep track of the time. And in that little bit of time, he went and found my purse and got into my purse and got my credit card information. And so um, he ended up sending himself a couple cash apps and a PayPal. Well, I've got it set up on my bank account that, you know, I get these alerts 
and they don't automatically go through right away until I verify. Well, the cash apps didn't go through, the PayPal did, and so my bank had to submit a um, dispute. So I will get that little bit of money back. Um, And mind you, he had also done this last week, so I had to get a new debit card, and I had been using all week um, my credit card. So he got a hold of my credit card just two days ago and was able to do that. Well, he, I knew it was him. I knew it was him, but he also um, was mistaken by using a cash app um, ID or name that I had sent money to before. That happened to be the day that I sent him money to pay back um, the now dead friend um, that had lent him money once before, about a a few months back. Um, He had, um, this guy, Shane is his name, had lent, supposedly, this is the story, had lent him um, $25, um, and he wanted to pay him back. He didn't have the money. So he asked me if I would pay him back and that he would give me the money back. Well, I ended up sending this $25 to a female's cash app. So he ended up using that. And I think I know he created that cash app um, with the name and everything. And he had plugged in my credit card number and was able to somehow send money to that cash app. Well, I immediately went ahead and, um, because cash app, you have to send money or request money. You can't send messages. Um, without paying, I sent to that same so-called females, um, cash app, a, um, request for the amount that of the PayPal, I think it was like $36 or something, $36 and 32 cents, something odd. And I said in the, um, little caption, I said, I am valuable and loving, and so are you. And I sent that as a request, and it came back within a few minutes, declined. So he now knows that I know that it was a scam. So what the reason why I wanted to do this episode and talk about that was because I'm still trying to recreate him, and somewhere along the lines, he's been traumatized and somewhere along the lines, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeding into any of his stuff. I'm trying to bring him to my level of honesty. I'm an honest woman. I'm not dishonest. I work hard. Um, I don't have to steal other people's 
money and he has that same ability. He's worked before. He's made his own money before and he doesn't have to do this. This behavior is not, he doesn't have to do this. It's not appropriate. And somewhere along the line, you know, I'm trying to pinpoint, okay, how did I manifest this? And I probably did because I'm not, you know, I I dwelled on it. You know, I thought that I had my card blocked, um, my debit card blocked and my credit card blocked, but I had to wait until the restaurant um, put their debit through, put their charge through before I actually blocked my card with my bank. And I remember sitting at the table going, I hope to goodness that he doesn't um, see my card because he's really good with numbers. He can memorize stuff. And I totally forgot that he had gone already to the car twice and he already had it memorized no doubt or had captured it on his phone or whatever however way he did it and that was all before the transaction at the restaurant so yes I manifested that but just because I manifested it doesn't mean that I have to feed into his behaviors. And that's why I gave the example of patients, my schizophrenic patients. We don't feed into their delusions. So I'm not going to feed into his issues, his problems. And that's where he's not conforming. I'm not conforming to what he wants. And I'm I'm causing him to look at or change and he's not liking it that's why now I'm currently blocked which I don't care um and that's why he says that he feels like it's not going to work and he keeps bringing up this old story which only means something to him because it doesn't mean anything to me anymore it's been so long I could care less because if he really wanted to he could have defended himself it had nothing to do with me and I'm a female I'm a weaker vessel um I couldn't have jumped in to fight for him and I would not have that was my son and I chose not to call the police I chose not to ban my son I did talk to my son I did tell my son that he cannot regulate who comes in and out of my house he can't just come up here and pick arguments or pick fights or start fights or have fights at my house because these are my friends that I have here and he's not going to dictate who's going to be at my house and who's not or who's going to be in my life and who's not but Sean wants me to do something that he can see He did not see or hear me have that conversation with my son. And that's where he has the problem. And, you know, before it was making me feel bad because I felt like maybe I didn't do something or maybe I should have banned Christopher from the house just to prove to Sean. I don't have to prove or validate anything 
because I am a strong person and I said what I said to my son and I don't care that Sean wasn't there to hear it. That's Sean's problem. I'm not going to put up with this bad behavior of you helping yourself to my bank account. Um, I'm not going to put up with that. And as we know, people manifest or people treat others differently than what how they would have treated you. I may have um, said this in a previous um, episode. Isn't it funny how when we leave one relationship and we find out that that person that we once were with now they're working out or now they're doing this or doing that all the things that we wanted them to do they're now doing it for the other person and that's because they that other person that's their expectations of that relationship with that person so we have to change our self-concept we have to be confident we have to trust ourselves and i'm i'm in this process of trusting my judgment trusting myself to not feed into other people's issues see right through them and bring them to my level manifest the experience I want you're not going to do this when you're around me you can do it around anybody else you want to steal from so and so and so and so and this person and that person you go right ahead but you're not going to do it to me and that's the whole point so I'm not sure what I'm going to title this but I hope that you all enjoyed this Um, and thank you so much for following me in this journey because I hope truly that, um, I can help someone else out there by telling my story because we all deserve the best life, whether it's relationships, whether it's finances, whether it's the best job, best relationship on the job money, whatever it is, we all deserve having the best because we're all good people. And it is true. If you've ever done coaching with any of um, any manifesting coach, and they tell you that you have to work on your self concept, it truly, truly is true. Um, One of the um, YouTubers that I follow is Dylan James, D-Y-L-A-N-J-A-M-E-S. Please find him on YouTube. Please follow him because he is touching on truly, truly what this is all about. It starts with us. We refract out what's in us. We refract out to the world. And the world conforms to that refraction. It's not hocus pocus. It's not um, reading of tarot cards. It's not signs. It's not um, 
all this other stuff that the law of attraction and different different things um, that I've touched on or um, read about before coming into the law of assumption. It's not all that stuff. It really is us. It really is you and it really is me um, that is bringing our experiences into our life into our awareness and we all can do it and um i like i said i hope you enjoyed this episode and i look forward to talking to you guys again happy manifesting